0: hello hello and welcome to intentional sounding the draw play podcast it's great football is finally good again at least for a week football is finally good again i'm your host Draw Play dave very excited about football this week with me as always is sam gresis he who does not deserve a title
1: oh well <laughs> i thought you had forgotten for a second and then it and then it got dark
0: Nope. You don't get anything. You don't get anything.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Not even the title of not having a title. So, all right. Nope. All right. If, if that's the way you're going to play it this week. Sir, not fine. deserving
0: a title of this podcast.
1: That's fine. We got
0: another great guest back on. It's his second appearance on the Job Play podcast. Welcome back our resident baseball jerk, Marcus Gilmer. Hello. I'm very
2: excited to talk about playoff baseball on this this great conversational Well, you have you have, you have
1: two teams uh in the mix right now the uh, uh, uh kind of well, like mean, you kinda. are connected well, to two teams that are in the mix right now
2: i am yes <laughs> i am living in in cleveland and uh uh it's it's bizarre I'm, all my in-laws I'm, are are against are against me should a uh, indians versus cubs mm-hmm. world series so basically it's the team with the racist logo versus the team with the domestic abuser reliever sure so yeah, it's sure. a feel it's a feel good story Fine, uh... <laughs> it's like an nfl game oh, <laughs> it's like a red it's basically it's basically
1: like a redskins cowboys wow that yeah
0: <laughs> Ouch.
2: i'm sorry greg hardy's out of the league now right? yeah yes. uh, except except he's, he's doing mma now
1: but dana white uh, was like greg hardy we're not gonna sign greg hardy and, and you know you're a piece of shit person when Dana fucking White is like, no, no, you are too shitty of a person to fight in the UFC. Because Dana White is a shitty person, too.
0: Yeah. That's how I was you to say. There are, there are some bad people in UFC. Yeah,
1: I'm, definitely, I'm definitely
2: not going to uh, smack talk Dana White because he's bigger than me. He always looks so. You I'm can sure... smack
0: talk him because I highly doubt he's going to listen to this podcast. I, smack talk him all you want. Dana White, you're a jerk.
1: I'm sure you're he's a poo-poo a...
0: head, Dana White. Very... You like eating poop off the ground <laughs> from your dog. That's that's what you ah. like to do, Dana White. <laughs> you have a girl's name, Dana White. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, Dana White's sister. Is it Dan White? <laughs> that was good. You're 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 really on the ball with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Dana White's parents just forgot just what mixed, gender is, which yeah, I guess is very progressive everything. in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. Still, Dana White, you're a poophead.
1: Yeah, and I always, wh- and whenever I see him, I know that he's probably really muscular and can probably like kick anyone's ass. But whenever I see him on TV, he always looks very like fat and doughy and weird and kind of like a melted ice cream cone.
0: He kind of looks like one of those marshmallows where you have it over the fire for a little while. Not Mm -hmm. long enough for it to singe, but enough for it to sag.
1: Yeah, sag and like bubble in weird ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's, what what Dana White is. That's what
0: Dana White is. He he's a marshmallow that's not quite roasted properly.
1: Except he can also kick your ass probably really hard.
0: Yeah, probably. But again, very low chance he's going to listen to this podcast because he's a poop head who eats poop from his dog off the ground.
2: You know, we're really we're elevating the level of rhetoric <laughs> in this country yeah. right now. <laughs> this, is
1: this is what America needs right now.
3: Right
2: now. It is. This is yeah. a this is a healing that America needs. Oh man! So we might as well just. Uh
0: get into this because this was a good week of football after several weeks of just terrible football yes we finally had a week where most of the games were pretty good Mm -hmm. they were all watchable there was interesting things happening it started off on thursday with broncos losing to the chargers
1: a lot of people were calling this a trap game early on and i saw people on espn were like if everyone calls it a trap game is it really a trap game my boy, my boy Trevor Simeon played hurt and uh, couldn't get it done. Unfortunately, couldn't get
0: it done. It got a little exciting at the end there.
1: Yeah, yeah. He had he had the chance to put together a last minute drive. didn't didn't end up working out. But <laughs> good on the Chargers, I guess they for
0: not for not giving it up at the end.
1: They kept showing uh the faces of players and coaches on the sidelines when they had the ball back with the chance to score and everyone was like, We know how this ends. We know how yeah. the story ends. It,
0: it, it, I was I was sitting there, I was watching it with Old School Zero again, who's a Chargers fan. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they scored the points, I'm like, if they get the onside kick, I'm gonna freak out. And as soon as they hit the onside yeah. kick, I started freaking out. And he was like, it's happening. We were texting <laughs>
1: during during that exchange because you yes, were giving me shit for Trevor Simeon. And I was like, okay, fair enough. But he's playing hurt. Don't you forget. Um <laughs> But we were texting, and like I think I texted you, like "Oh my God, it's happening" or something to that effect, when the onside kick happened. And you know, we know how the story ends. Fortunately for the Chargers and for suicide rates in San Diego, it didn't end up the way it usually does. They actually closed out a game. Good for them.
0: Good for them. Good job, Chargers. Good job. I'm also. They also have the most impressive quarter score
2: of uh of the uh the season so far with the two points scored in the yeah future. yes <laughs> that's, that's, per- that's pretty impressive that. that. it's just like that takes that takes talent mm-hmm. like seven three nine two yeah it's, it's a oh, yeah.
1: it's an impressive score line
2: it's a very weird score it's like a college football yeah score line. yeah
1: except yeah. it's you don't usually get the safety in the fourth quarter usually it usually comes usually comes early on because Peyton Manning has the ball snapped way over his head or something, you know. Oh, and... snap. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Probably, let's get to the 49ers Bills. Let's, yeah. This was probably not one of the better games. No. But I found it kind of interesting to watch because just just for the watching Kaepernick again.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's. It's clear he's still not a good quarterback, but it's also clear he's better than Blaine Gabbert.
1: Right. And it's also clear that he does have at least part of what made him exciting in the first place. Some of that's still there.
0: So there was that one play where he almost got sacked for a safety and then managed to turn it into a first down. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was a great play and that was vintage Kaepernick.
1: Yeah.
2: Can yeah. can we talk though for a minute before we get too far into the game about we really need to talk about the Buffalo yes fans yes, yes. yes I, w- I
0: actually too. wanted to bring that up.
2: Yep. I kind of yep. feel like you know we think about I I don't know if they're even underrated anymore no. in terms of their their awfulness because. I mean, look, White Trash and Redneck is White Trash and Redneck no matter where you are. They were fun. They live. were
0: fun side. They were like a fun sideshow for a while. Well, but when this it was, week. When, it, when yeah. it was
1: everyone putting people through tables? I'm all for that. Like, that's fun yeah. and and stupid and, you know, backyard wrestling, whatever. I, go ahead. And I don't, because I don't want to explain yeah. what happened. Yeah. So to the if
0: who. you weren't aware of this, Bills fans were coming out against Kaepernick and they had a tackling dummy. With a Kaepernick jersey in the parking lot, and they had a sign called "Tackle the Muslim." I, you, if that was just
2: one of the things. That's they had. just
0: one. I think what was worse was that some people were selling shirts where yeah. a sniper rifle target scope was pointed at Kaepernick. Take down the terrorist or something. That crosses a line. It's one thing if you're like a hey, Kaepernick or stand up. Like if I say like stand up. Like I don't agree with your opinion, but whatever. When you when you're showing when you have a shirt of a rifle scope, basically endorsing like this kind of thing, like that's yeah. that's crossing a line.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing: at the same tailgate slash outside the stadium festivities, people were drinking beer from people's butts. So. These are the kind of people we're dealing with,
0: and there were Black Lives Matter Bills fans, yeah, out there too. So yeah. it wasn't all bad. It was just some some a small contingent of these fans were pretty terrible.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I uh, tackled a Muslim. I saw that. It. It's just the. Uh, it's not. It's not good. It would it would have been one thing if they didn't have that sign there. If it was just like, "Hey, Punch Kaepernick," I'd be like, eh, it's yeah, kind of we, funny."
1: You can and you can kind of get around that by saying, "Oh, he's just the quarterback for the other team." You know, it's all in good yeah. fun. You can you can kind of explain that away, but with the sign, you really can't.
0: There's not much to say about the game, really. The 49ers no. were just outclassed. We, they we, ran into the Greg Roman got fired train, yeah. and the Bills' offense just lit them up.
1: I was going to say we have to. That is the one thing we have to mention: uh, the the Greg Roman got fired train still rolling strong. Bills on the inside track to win the Super Bowl, until they start losing again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then we'll drop this uh, this running joke thing we got going on. So
3: can't drop it until it drops.
1: It, until yeah,
2: drop. I. I yeah. You know, I still can't get used to the image of uh, the Vikings at the top of these godforsaken power rankings. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's it's better than the... Um...
0: Were you not alive oh, in the late alive. 90s, early 2000s? Because I, <laughs> I was, and like, I distinctly what? remember the Vikings being awesome then. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my college years, so uh, that may explain it. Sure. Okay. Um,
1: Too cool for sports. Uh, no,
2: but after the last couple of years, and just after, even within this this season, where you know losing Bridgewater and then replacing him with Bradford.
0: No, did they replace him though? They just photoshopped his head onto Bridgewater's <laughs> body. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> was gonna say. Yeah, was, that was Fox. That was Fox. For, was yeah. That yeah. Was Fox the bike Sports. Is. Pay for your Getty images, man. You've got all that money from broadcasting the NLCS you can spend some of it on a Getty subscription yeah it's uh I I don't know it's just it's just very
2: strange seeing uh Tom Brady and Sam Bradford side by side in a ESPN photo about this week's power rankings it's just very dis disorienting
0: (laughs) it is (laughs) there's something there's something very messed up about it you know what team probably fell in the power rankings this week the Eagles yeah Redskins um... are for real I think we all wrote them off after an 0-2 start, but I think the Redskins might be for real. Mm -hmm. They're they're here to stick around, and it looks like they finally figured out how to screw up Carson Wentz, and they did it like the way most teams beat up rookies. They went after him. Most other teams weren't going after him. The Redskins went after him, sacked him five times. He had a terrible game. Eagles were only in the game because of an interception return and a Mm -hmm. kick return, Mm -hmm. which was set up by... The NFL calling another incredibly stupid penalty flag on Vernon Davis for doing a jump shot after he scored a touchdown.
1: My God.
3: This,
0: (laughs) This is ridiculous. I... They started flagging excessive celebrations. I think the NFL's and like the announcers' arguments was kind of like, well, if you don't start flagging some of the excessive things, it's going to lead to more excessive celebrations, like a slippery slope. And it's leading to a slippery slope in the opposite direction, where they're flagging less and less egregious things. Right. The and bow and the the bow and arrow. What is offensive about the bow and arrow? What is offensive <laughs> about flexing after a good after a good run? What is offensive about a jump shot? Nothing. Just there give is them a timer.
1: Give him a timer.
0: Do you
2: if think you gotta... maybe the referee was confused and was like, "Hey, that's that's not football." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna I'm gonna flag, I'm
1: gonna no. flag you for no this celebration. are other, no. other sports.
2: No, like, sir, you're playing a football game, not a not a basketball game.
1: <laughs> Lol. That well, that also uh, disqualifies one of my favorite my favorite celebrations ever, which was Brian Hartline's golf putt.
3: Yeah. he got his
1: whole team around him to like watch this fake ball and then he fist bumped and everyone golf clapped. It, it was amazing. And we can't have that anymore. We we can't. Why
0: why are they penalizing this? Seriously, they should have a timer. If it's if it delays the game in yep. any fashion, yep. then it's excessive celebration. Yep. If yep. not, let them do whatever the hell they want. Give them 30 seconds. I don't care. Or whatever. Give them yeah. give them their time. Give them play clock or whatever. If they're not in the game if they're off on the sideline or outside of the back of the end zone just let it happen who cares why is this bad who doesn't want to see this i don't i don't know a single person who was bothered by vernon davis doing a jump shot with the football nobody i don't i, know. I don't know anyone who's offended by josh norman making a bow and arrow there's mm-hmm. there's nothing there nobody's bothered by this but they're calling it anyway because they hate fun. The NFL has no idea what makes their game fun,
1: and and you know that they're really fucking up when literally the NFL Network, ESPN, every single major broadcast organization has been going in on them, saying that this is bad and it's bad for the league. And the NFL's Twitter
0: account glorifies Gronk spikes and the Lambo leap. Yeah, it, it does. There's
1: just full of hypocrisy at the same time. Yep. Yep. it's so bad. Did you did you see what the Eagles did? It was the Eagles. This the week, Eagles right? and the Browns. The uh, Eagles yeah. and the Browns. Yeah. Speaking of NFL on social media, <laughs> this was brilliant. It, it, it was it was re- a really good response to. I actually think a much stupider move by the league.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They saw that the ratings were going down. And I'm sure you guys all know this. That now they can teams can't during games, share their own game film or highlights... They have to use like NFL official NFL. Yeah, video. they have to go through
0: channels to make sure like the GIF is approved by the a- NFL before they can the just game. share it on their Twitter account right. of a highlight.
1: So, so they can't do any. That pretty much means that because you can't that's do that's what's taking
0: the viewership the down is viewer is highlights on Twitter. On that's Twitter. really what's right. taking that's it down.
3: Right. Well, well, exactly. Here's the
2: thing though. There's it's not even uh, the the new rule doesn't even seem to be consistently enforced. No, because it's just random stuff. Appearing in some timelines and 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 team timelines and some still sticking to the uh, the rules. I I can't keep track, and it's and I guess that's uh, that's part for the course mm-hmm. for the league. So yeah. basically, yeah. What we should the, tell them what, the what they actually <laughs>
1: did actually? Yeah, what they
0: actually did. So the Eagles and then the Browns. About fifteen minutes later, they took footage. They they set up like players on electronic football, and they had like a little like football like a on a popsicle football. stick yeah. <laughs> and they they said like here's the replay of the sick Byron Maxwell interception and they like lift up the football on the popsicle stick and like move it over like a puppet mm-hmm. to the Eagles player on the electric football board and then a little paper sign comes down being held by a hand that says interception
1: it, was, great. it was it, was, it, was, it was, was beautiful it was beautiful it was super funny and entertaining and it was a
0: great middle finger to the league.
1: If I would be very happy if this starts a trend of people finding ways creatively share circumvent yeah, highlights whether whether it's like getting someone on staff to like draw like do a a speed animation like stick in stick figure form of a of a big play, I think that'd be awesome or have someone playing madden and just do the play in madden or something barring actual highlights this would be kind of a fun way to get around it and also show the league how fucking stupid they are it's just so backwards to me that they did that because it makes people less interested in the game.
0: They seem to have no understanding of what makes people want to watch their game, and mm-hmm. that's why the ratings are falling. And they're making the exact wrong moves right about it.
3: If if someone Pe- is people
0: a- don't like personality. People people are talking a lot about Cam Newton dancing. Clearly, the answer is to prevent any dancing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. people people are not watching the game anymore maybe where twitter is stealing highlights maybe even though we gave twitter the opportunity to stream thursday night games let's let's take this away come on nfl
1: really
2: you're so bad all right well let's talk about the ratings though for Mm -hmm. a minute okay Mm -hmm. okay like do you really think the so some of the excuses were that the league has lost some stars with like marshawn lynch peyton manning you know all bailing tom brady was out for the first four weeks tony romo is is on the sideline uh and your only undefeated team is the minnesota vikings which to my knowledge does not have a large national presence like say the packers or the cowboys do and then you have like those divisions that are just looking you have some divisions that are going to be a tire fire yeah yeah afc south there are a few.
3: <coughs>
2: well the nfc south is not far off no. either and it, at what point do you, at what point do you like how far do you buy that like
0: i don't i don't
3: i don't, I don't really
0: buy it i buy the i buy the argument that the product yeah i think me and sam talked about this on a yes. podcast a couple of weeks ago but the quality of football just seems to be declining a little bit because of just all these extra rules the refs are doing the refs seem to be getting worse and worse because the NFL keeps making rules more and more complicated which makes it harder for them to do their jobs Thursday night football is it's always terrible because the players have four days of rest and they just don't play very well it's usually garbage matchups too
2: yeah that's yeah. true,
1: that's, yeah. true. Yeah, that's true and they it's, were garbage matchups we talked about this last week they were garbage matchups last year when the schedule was set
0: too mm-hmm the game itself, the whole presentation, I felt like the NFL got to like really this really peak numbers. And instead of realizing why everything was popular, they started trying to wring more money out of what they had mm-hmm. instead of keep improving the game. And people are just getting sick of it. Yeah. There's so many commercials. The commercial situation is getting so bad. I hate every single commercial. I've seen every single commercial played during the games at least 300 times at this point. I oh my god sweet onion chicken teriyaki day i god, swear to god
1: please yeah i also think that a lot more people are watching games through online services and i know that that affects ratings like that's not necessarily mm-hmm. folded in like yeah, nielsen tvs St- are in on... old people yeah old... exactly so like i watch i watch on like playstation view i know my brother watches on sling and those don't get folded into Anything, so they there might be a bump from that, but I totally agree with Dave that it's the product of Goodell and NFL brass really not getting it, a really, really taking care of this thing that they have built. They kind of put it on autopilot and assume that you that we'll just play the game and and we'll get viewers and we can pretty much do whatever we want to it. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to realize what makes the game great and, and help foster that, and they haven't been doing it. They, they also, I think that people feel a little bit worse about supporting the NFL now because it has become so overtly clear that they are not just an organization that doesn't understand what makes football good, but they also are actually kind of supervillain evil in terms of like concussions and supporting players and not supporting players their reactions to when players do horrific things it's hard to support this organization and you don't like you don't feel good about buying NFL gear you don't feel good about being someone who helps the NFL succeed right no. so i think not that's part of it as well
0: we're we're gonna keep some of these uh, game recaps kind of kind of small, yeah. Just because yeah. we're we're getting we're getting heated about we topics. We're we're getting mad about th- mad about things. Mm-hmm. But Titans Titans are on a two game win streak and they're three and three. Good, yeah, for good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Browns are still terrible, yeah. and the more games they lose, the less excuses I'm gonna make for them.
1: Yep. I, Giants same way.
0: at Ravens. Hey.
3: This was
0: an event mm-hmm. it was a pretty terrible game for the first 10 for the first half Yep. then uh honestly out of this game i'm just ridiculously relieved that the worst dpi call i have ever seen did not cost us this game <laughs> thank you odell beckham jr for saving us from the worst call i have ever seen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least against my team. So sure. for those of you who didn't watch the game, and this isn't being talked about because the Giants ended up winning. Which right, I, right. Is like, usually... I'm happy the Giants won, but I feel like this needs to be talked about. But People are ignoring it for the other missed pass interference yeah. that happened in a in the Falcons game. But in the Giants game, Giants went up. They were up by four points. The Ravens had the ball. It was like third and like... 10 or third and 16 or something like that deep in Raven's own territory Joe Flacco does what Joe Flacco does he just chucks a deep bomb and gets a DPI like he gets half of his yardage Mm -hmm. however on this play Dominique Rogers Camardi gets in front of Brashad Perriman and basically just stays in front of him the whole time DRC was basically playing receiver and Perriman ended up basically playing the defender DRC never even touched Paraman all the way down, just running down the sidelines. DRC goes to catch the ball. Paraman actually jumps over his back to play defender and knock the ball down. If anything, Paraman played pass interference, even though I would I was fine with that not being called. But they threw it on DRC. Mm-hmm. It's like the ref somehow Quickly forgot like mixed who was who actually was playing defense, and instead of realizing their mistake and picking up the flag, they doubled down. Mm-hmm. It's the and it the Ravens scored like two plays later the go ahead touchdown with two minutes left. It was ridiculous. It was the worst call. There was no ticky tack. It was no. they literally threw the flag on the wrong team and went nope. That's what it is. And it's Jeff Triplett's crew.
1: Uh, Oh, is it? What a surprise. It's Jeff
0: Triplett's crew. They missed a really bad pass interference on the Giants early. The Giants were on the one-yard line. It was third down. Eli tried to throw the ball to Robert Lewis, and the Ravens guy basically pushed Robert Lewis before the ball was, like, halfway there, and they didn't call it. They didn't call it whatever. It was earlier in the game. This was – Jeff Triplett and the ref crew he has—they're
1: just terrible. They really are. I.
0: How, how does this crew? This is the same crew that screwed up the Browns fumble yep. several weeks ago. Yep. How, how does this crew not get demoted every single time? They're garbage.
1: They said there was going to be discipline for the fumble. Wasn't? Didn't the, the no? Because the NFL it... came out
0: that on support because they, they didn't want to oh, admit man. that the refs screwed up so badly. And then the announcers, they're sit there trying in the booth to not – to argue that, like, th- there was something legitimate about the call because the NFL gets mad at the announcers when the announcers call out the refs for yep. making bad calls. Yep. Even when they make bad calls.
1: <laughs> they really got to make PI reviewable. They really do. I I think that
2: – It'll slow well, the so game down. And I'm not yeah.
1: happy about that.
2: Are they worried about a slippery slope? <laughs> <I'm> like,
1: oh. <laughs> The, like the you could slippery, review every penalty? Do I don't that know already. I... They they review other penalties. They no. oh god, I, it's just the that argument that the NFL makes every single time someone comes up with a way to improve the game like it's a slippery slope. Where's where's that argument on kickoffs? Right? It's a slippery slope why not just not have a kickoff? Where's where's that argument?
0: Uh. The NFL does not know how to make its product good. No. No. It has no concept of what makes his product good. It's been at the top of the football food chain for so long because it, that's where all the elite talent goes, mm-hmm. and it doesn't actually know how to show the product well. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. It's starting to catch up with him. Thank you, Odell Beckham Jr., for having a good game and breaking out and saving us all from ourselves. And I, I really want to give him props for... Taking that me- that net joke and owning it, really and turning it into a meme where people yep. are are now sick of him doing making net jokes he- after they were making fun of him for the net thing. Like a, a plus on you for that, mm-hmm. Beckham. Like turning that around and owning it. Mm-hmm. There's something good about owning a meme. Yep. You could learn from that uh, muscle hamster.
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: Very true. All right. So, Marcus, here's a game for you: Panthers Saints. Mm. Uh huh. That was a weird game. It was a fun game. I think it was.
2: Uh, um, I think it's now being talked about more about what happened after the game than what
0: happened during yeah. the game. But um, That game was crazy because I watched the first half and I saw the Saints go up 21 to nothing. I'm like, well, Panthers are just bad. They're not going to win. And then I got back and I realized the Panthers had, at one point, tied it up.
2: Yeah, they scored at 21 to the fourth
1: quarter. Yep.
2: And then uh, they missed extra points. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Which ended up you know, really biting
1: them in the ass.
0: Yeah,
2: it does. It felt more like a old Panthers Saints game to me, like a really mm-hmm. close one where one of the teams was going to painfully lose somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be par for the course for uh, Panthers Saints. It feels like I could be wrong, but it feels like that. Maybe that's just because I remember the painful losses more. Sure. Than you, uh... sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was what it was. It was a great game for the first quarter and the last two minutes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Sure. For me, sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I have no idea what to make of this Saints team. I have no idea what to make of the
0: NFC South. Mm-hmm. The Saints' offense is good, but their defense is trash. Yeah, and I think you could probably say that about the
1: Panthers too. Yeah, yeah. their Their offense looked good today. Cam Newton didn't have a you know a terrible game, and uh, but you know you know thirty eight points is usually enough to win a football game. No, not not this time. Something is very
2: yeah, it,
0: wrong with the Panther defense.
2: Really, and you look at the you know you look at the standings, and <clears throat> you know that's still the, the the Bucks and the Saints are still you know definitely within striking distance of taking yep. that. Yep, taking that division. Yep. I mean yeah. the Falcons yeah. have, have played fairly well, and it's amazing that like you look like I was just scanning the uh, the standings, and the Buccaneers have ninety four points four but 142 points against. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a margin really of bad. minus 48, and I think that's got to be pretty close. I think maybe the 49ers have more, uh, probably the Browns, after these last two blowouts. Mm-hmm. But that's terrible, and yet they're not that far out. A game sure. and a half out of first place. I mean, that means less of football than, say, uh, baseball. <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know they're they're undefeated the, the bucks are 2 and 0 in the division i think you know Yeah, and, they beat the falcons uh, they did. and they, they beat did. the panthers so i mean th- this could be it, it seems like this is every year it's just like what team
1: actually wants to win the nfc south versus what team is good enough well, to well the, the funny thing is all of these teams look better than they have in recent years too so that's that's the silver lining the problem with with the Bucks kind of catching up to the Falcons is the Falcons, their schedule gets a little bit easier going forward. They've got, I think yeah, the...
0: they've had a rough meat grinder of a schedule that yeah. they came out mostly on top of. Yeah.
1: And, and that they have the chargers next a Packers team that what the hell happened to, and then they have the Bucks, uh to start November. So it gets relatively easier after, you know, having faced the Broncos and the Seahawks, so so that's that's a plus I guess. Counterpoint mm-hmm. this is the Falcons we're that's talking true. about. That's true. Oh that's yeah, true.
0: That 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 caveat must be must be stated. We cannot trust the Falcons.
1: Yep, once October November rolls around they'll start dropping games left and right. I'm a, I'm aware. I'm aware.
0: Speaking of dropping games, <laughs> the Bears. The <laughs>
3: Bears. The Bears. I was fo-
0: I follow a lot of Jag wires people on Twitter. And they're just sitting there the entire game like, oh, man, we're going to lose to the Bears. Uh-huh. This team is so bad. And uh-huh. then, wait, what? What just
1: happened? They scored all of their points in the fourth quarter. <laughs>
0: oh, the Bears <laughs> all, are really bad. All
1: 17 of them. Oh, God. And, and the one thing I do want to say about this game, you've heard on the podcast I've given up on – I gave up on this team in the preseason – yeah, you,
0: you uh, have not. You've you've been a uh, fart noise fan yeah. for pretty much this season. Yeah,
1: um, but there was a fight. Some Chicago fan cared enough yes. about his team, and some Jaguars fan cared enough about their team to get into an actual, real fight. It's not worth it. How are these teams worth it in any, like, even if you're a diehard fan, which I am not, I'm not a diehard Bears fan. I have made no claims to be that. How do you not just give up and be like, it's it's a rebuilding season. We'll get them next year, whatever. Let's just drink about it.
0: That fight was really funny because yep. the Bears fan gets a really good hit on the Jaguars fan and then the other Jaguars fan comes in and levels the Bears fan. <laughs>
1: It's a, it's a very good. It was it was real
0: pathetic.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it looked like basically a fight between a Bears fan and a Jacks fan. It
1: it looked like a fight. It looked like a fight between the Bears and the Jaguars. We'll put it that way. It's a metaphor for the season. If you were to tell me, if you were if you were to ask
2: me to envision a fight between fans. Of those fan bases, that's exactly what I would...
1: I
0: noticed it was a good metaphor for the game, too. Yeah. The Bears yeah. fan got in a good first lick, and then the Jaguars won.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but didn't overly impress in their win.
0: No, because the Bears guy was clearly drunk. So you know what the best game of this week probably was? Rams-Lions. Yes. Rams-Lions. 28-31, to Lions won at the end. But this was a back-and-forth game mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was... Every time I looked up... It was a team had scored a touchdown or the other team had tied it up. It was fantastic. Both of these teams played a great game. It's one of those rare situations that you you hope for when you see two teams that aren't great playing each other. You got a great game out of it. Yeah.
1: I think that at the same time, we're getting to that point in the season where Matt Stafford just does Matt Stafford things and starts winning these games. You know what I mean? The Lions have never haven't been a particularly consistent team ever (laughs) really nope but this is something that matt stafford does right he does he leads comebacks he he can close out games and sometimes when he goes off he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league that said he'll follow it up with a terrible performance but at the same time this is something that matt stafford does after he kind of finds his feet A few weeks into the season. Case Keenum didn't have a bad game either.
0: No. I think the Rams might
1: be okay.
0: I'm beginning to think that the Rams, all they really needed was a change of scenery. Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They need an offensive line, (laughs) dude. They need an offensive line, dude. You're not going to win games when you have one of the most skilled running backs in the league going 58 yards on 14 attempts and you're putting everything on the arm of Case Keenum. Yeah. That's just not going to work. It almost worked this week but against the Detroit Lions who have a defensive line who's on the uh the Lions defensive line? I don't know. I'm not Holody Nada. Name drop. Boom. Yeah, you got one. You got one. They're not very good. Is what I'm trying to say. So you might be able to get away with that, at least somewhat against the Lions, but they really need to fix their offensive line, and I, I think that that's really just the one piece that they're missing. It's a big piece, but if they have an offensive line that can block and they can get Todd Gurley working, it'll take the pressure off of Case Keenum, and they'll be able to be good at football, kind of.
0: You know who's not good at football this past week? Who? The Steelers?
1: No, they weren't.
0: Oh,
2: uh, that was, that so was... this is
0: this is a phenomenon that people started to point out mm-hmm. to me on Twitter that the Steelers really seem to fail against bad, really bad teams. It's every Roth- year. I think
1: it's Roethlisberger in particular. Roethlisberger doesn't have good games against bad teams. <laughs>
0: it's bizarre because going into this game, no one would have picked the Dolphins Nobody. because the Dolphins are trash. I was I. I spent last comic on Saturday mocking how bad the Dolphins are and Mm -hmm. saying that they might be the worst team in the league. Mm -hmm. And then they go and they beat the Steelers, and it's because the Steelers kind of have a just terrible game, pretty much personified by Lawrence Timmons throwing up on On, camera after the Dolphins score a touchdown, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. which was my favorite moment of the entire week. (laughs) I I just happened to look over to see that score, and then I see Lawrence Timmons retch up his entire bowl of soup lunch and i was delightful Ugh. it it was it was great shout
1: out to shout out to j j i j j i it's just fun to say j j i
0: can we mention here that ben Rothlisberger tore his meniscus and needs surgery
1: yeah yeah it's the rothlesberger cycle
0: it is and they're going to play the patriots next week <laughs> which means that the one team that might have had a chance of beating the patriots especially in Pittsburgh, yeah. just lost their best chance of doing yeah. so. Yeah. God damn the yeah. Patriots. Yep, yeah. And they're going to be just not fair.
1: Landry
2: Jones. I don't think you could possibly come up with a better conspiracy theory
0: that the NFL is angling for a Patriots
3: uh, Super <laughs> Gate It's
0: hard to say that <laughs> the NFL wants the Patriots to win anything. Patriots beat the Bengals. Whatever. Of course, of course they did. Chiefs beat the Raiders. In Oakland, yeah, it, I definitely think the Raiders need better coaching because they are a better team than mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Also, Andy Reid off the bye is an incredible winning percentage. So it, they were just kind of screwed. It,
1: it, what what there. is the actual percentage? I because think he, I think something... he's
0: lost like twice out of like twenty games or something like ridiculous.
1: Uh, I was gonna like, say please. I thought it was about eighty or ninety percent, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous.
2: Well, he doesn't have to worry as much. He's had the time off. He doesn't have to worry as much about using the timeout. <laughs> he's, got, he's got. He has got get stressed a lot. about that. Sure. No, he's he's got
1: plenty of time to plan things out. Jeremy Macklin threw a pass. I just want to say real quick, he threw a pass, and that was cool. Anyway, that's it.
0: Falcons, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Falcons put up a good fight.
1: Should have won the game. Should have won, won the game.
0: The Everyone's talking about this is the DPI. Yeah. Everyone's talking yeah, about the not the DPI that wasn't there because mm-hmm. Richard Sherman held Julio Jones's arm. He admitted I just to it think too. The, yeah, I just think the refs didn't have the angle to see it. Yeah, I think that's basically what yeah. happened. I think if there had been a ref on the one side that was looking at that direction, they would have called it. But I think the ref, th- their backs were to the ref, and so Sherman more or less got away with it.
1: And he was saying, which is fair, that the Falcons were getting away with dpi as well and that it it doesn't it it wasn't that how it always works well they were doing it too yeah yeah but he was saying that based on the way the game was going that call shouldn't have happened because it didn't happen on the falcons which is fair he especially since i think he did come out and say yes it was interference but we were getting interfered with too and it wasn't getting called
0: maybe i'm more okay with the refs letting them play than calling incredibly stupid penalties like jeff Triplett.
1: right Right, I still, I still think the Falcons are, are pretty legit. It, it remains to For be seen. For the moment, right, right. For now, I'm, I'm waiting to see how they implode because I'm sure they will. They said they're the best they said, team in September. Yep, <laughs> the best team in September, and then, and everyone's like, oh yeah, they're gonna, they've got an inside track to winning the division, and then, and then October, and November. Then the happened. Falcons happen. Yep. Oh Speaking my God, of I'm...
0: falling apart. Yeah, the Packers. What is wrong with the Packers? Oh, what is wrong man. with Aaron Rodgers? We
1: we were talking about this, I think, as early as week two. Well, he
0: he he had lost to the Vikings, and and I remember at the time being like, all right, let, let's let's simmer down here. The Vikings' sure. defense is good. Let's not hold Rodgers' mm-hmm. bad performance against the Vikings that much against him. But since then, it's pretty clear that there's something not right about him. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know if it's he's over the hill. I mean. Be... Is it
0: Olivia Munn?
1: No, it's Olivia. Oh, Munn. it's. <laughs> here's here's the first thing I do want to say. If you look at his stats, he didn't have a terrible game. He no, he, he threw almost for three uh three hundred yards. He only got picked off once, and you know he threw a touchdown pass. I,
0: but if you actually watched him play, yeah, if you
1: watched if you watched the game, he, he he there was something wrong with him. I I think that I think that he needs a better rushing attack to make sure that it's not really all on him, which is different from Rodgers of the past. He he didn't need some of the pressure taken off by by Eddie Lacy or by whatever running back he had. He was happy to put the team on his back and just really air it out and run those drives all by himself and he, he he's not doing that anymore really
0: he just looks off mm-hmm. cowboys look legit yeah i hate it yep yeah i hate them yep. i hate stupid cowboys cowboys are dumb Bad. Yeah, they eat poop off the ground from their dog that's what the cowboys <laughs> it's do. it's dallas
1: though i mean yeah that we we make the same argument for dallas that we can make for the falcons but somewhat more so for 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 dallas, for it, dallas. eventually tony romo is gonna come back and it's all gonna fall yeah. apart right that'd be
0: really yeah. funny if yeah. the w- reason dallas's season falls apart this time is because tony romo Comes is back back in. yeah after after like three or four seasons in a row where the cowboys chances kind of ended because romo went down mm-hmm. the cowboys chances ending because romo came back in mm-hmm. would be delicious irony it
1: really would be it really would be that would be a very good romo Bowl, in my opinion.
0: Uh side note,
2: I don't know if everyone speaking of Dallas. Uh they released the first trailer for a movie called Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Uh a terrific book. Mm-hmm. Love love it. It's uh What's it uh, about? It's uh it's about uh, it all takes place at a Dallas Cowboys game. Um it's and these uh it's the the, the game takes I believe it's a Thanksgiving Day game. Uh but it's uh, basically about a, uh, a group of soldiers who have come back from Iraq and are being honored at halftime of this game, and it follows this group of soldiers around, and particularly one soldier in in you know specifically uh, named Billy Lynn and his own uh, kind of mental anguish o- over the, uh, the the celebration of them and this gaudy, over the top, you know oh, NFL style wow. celebration oh, wow. of uh, when he's and he's having flashbacks to uh, the event. In which he's considered the "quote unquote" hero, but to him, you know, it's just uh, it's nothing but a tragedy, and it's right. It's really great. I think Ang Lee of all people directed the Whoa, movie. really? Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Right, I it, have it, a it, very important question here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the Cowboys win the game? I, I honestly can't remember. It's because uh, if they do, I'm not watching
3: it. <laughs> how? <laughs> I think that
2: what I'm getting at, though, is that uh, in the book there is very much a Jerry Jones-esque character uh, who is not Jerry Jones. In fact, I don't even remember if his name was Is his name Barry Bones? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And uh, in the film adaptation, uh, based on the trailer, it looks like they got, of all people, Steve Martin, I believe, to play him. Okay. Oh, man. It, that's interesting. I could be wrong, and I'm sure this being the internet someone will point be sure to let me know that I'm <laughs> who wrong. it actually is. Uh, it's uh it's yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, if you ever wanted to see what uh what's what Steve Martin portraying a Jerry Jones esque character is like.
0: A Cowboys game causing PTSD is actually kind of an interesting idea because <laughs> that's I, I can get behind that. But not if they win the game.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Not enough. if they win now, the game.
2: Now, uh, I, I believe it's important that in the film, the cow- it's not actually the Cowboys. Oh, right. I believe, it's, right. It's, it's, I it's, believe in the book. It's the Ballast Bowboys. Ball yeah. It's the uh, Arlington uh. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway. Fort anyway. Random
0: side note. Random side note there. Had to point out. Colts, Texans. This, this again. This was the primetime game, and I feel so bad for any UK fan who stayed up to watch this, especially if they were a Colts fan.
1: Well, because they 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 weren't able to stay up probably for the part where the the game actually got interesting.
2: No. Nope. Well, so for those of us who may have been more uh, in tune with a certain baseball game involving yeah. <laughs> a certain.
1: MLB franchise from the Windy City. A certain uh, championship in a certain amount of years. That may be more or less than 100. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: I did not catch most of this game. Mm -hmm. So this game
0: sucked ass for three and a half quarters. The The Texans, Brock Osweiler, most of the way through the first half, had negative nine passing yards. Yeah, oh, At one great. point they 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 flashed up a graphic of a quarterback comparison between Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler and just the money that Brock yeah, is they, making they were this sh- year they, and the money that Trevor is making this they, year. And, and, like, and like, Trevor has too. better stats across the board. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but the game it the Colts just they slowly gathered some points. The Colts just slowly built a lead. The Texans just looked inept, inept, inept. And then in the final five minutes or so, the Texans came alive. Lamar Miller just, like, started to just cream the Colts' defense. He had one touchdown, which was just kind of incredible, that started the comeback, the first comeback. He took, like, a little dump-off pass, like, the 10-yard line, and dodged, like— Ten players yeah, on he the went, Colts like, defense. Backwards.
1: He did that thing that coaches hate where you go backwards to try and juke defenders and It, it was worked. looked
0: like it was gonna be like a, a loss or like a gain of one when they needed like four yards and he ended up and he ended up turning it into a touchdown. Great mm-hmm. play. Probably the mm-hmm. play of the game. Mm-hmm. And then the Colts go three and out and, and the Texans have to get the ball back get the ball back with like a minute left, and Brock just throws lasers right down the field. Like, like boom, 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 touchdown. The game is tied. What? What just happened? Yeah. And then a couple of failed drives in overtime, and then the Texans kick a field goal to win it. Mm-hmm. The Texans had no business winning that game, and the Colts just completely fell apart. It was hilarious.
1: Props to Brock Osweiler, though. He, had, he put together some really impressive drives at the end. He looked like a real. I NFL hated him because I was
0: mocking him. I was mocking him all game. Yeah, and then he actually yeah. organized the game-winning drive and the game-tying drive, and I was like, "Oh."
1: And, and it was all my, him. My jokes too. aren't funny. It, it wasn't like he was he was throwing balls up for receivers to catch them randomly. They weren't like desperation throws. They were actually really on-target lasers you can't even say it wasn't him that led that drive you can't say oh yeah no it was the receivers I mean obviously they they did a lot of the work but no Brock Osweiler was passing really well so hey you know in uh in however many games in six games Brock Osweiler put together two drives
0: good for you it was against the Colts defense it was against the Colts defense who, who are awful mitigate your excitement if you're happy yeah yeah true but good, good for that. That game, that game was terrible for a while, and then it finally got interesting after most people had probably turned it mm-hmm. off, and the ratings were garbage. <laughs> sure, I wonder why. Because you put the AFC South in prime time. You never do that. Yeah.
2: What other like what other game could have
1: uh, uh, replaced that if we had like the flex?
0: I would have put Falcons Seahawks. Yeah,
1: same. I, I feel like that would have been exciting, even not knowing what we know now about the Falcons. That game is always good. The Falcons. The Falcons are perennial spoilers, even when they're not a good team.
0: If they wanted a divisional game, they could have put Panthers, Saints, mm-hmm. or the Eagles, Redskins, which was kind of interesting. Sure. Yeah, Colts, Texans. No, not a good,
1: bad. not a good choice ever.
0: There was one more game last night: Jets, Cardinals. Yeah, speaking of Cardinals, bad defenses, Cardinals just obliterated the Jets, and I think we're finally here. We finally hit the quarterback controversy. Ryan Fitzpatrick did not play. In the, in the end of the game, they put in Geno Smith, and, and every all the Jets fans are like, Yeah, Geno! Yeah, Geno! Because he was, like, pacing around on the yeah, sidelines, furious yeah. when Fitzpatrick was screwing. They put Geno in. Geno gets strip-sacked, but they, the Jets recover the fumble, and then two plays later, he throws a terrible pick. Yep. yep. The Jets cannot win.
1: No, I, I still think—I'm not going to stand for Geno Smith on this one like, like my brother probably will— uh, he loves he loves Geno. But I think that it, it is it would be smart to have Geno Smith be the quarterback going forward. Going forward, clearly. Because, well, because he was not put in a position to succeed in he that game, right? Uh, he didn't really have a chance. Yeah, he looked awful, but he didn't really have a chance to look even mediocre. So I think that it would be smart for the Jets to... Put all their eggs in Geno Smith's basket just because he has more potential than Ryan Fitzpatrick does and practice with him, move forward with him, be like you're getting the start and give him at least the chance to succeed. So at least you know what you have in him in a game in a game scenario. And that was week five.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That was no, week six. It was week six. It was week six. I was wrong. I have corrected myself. It was a good week of football. Finally, we got a good week of football. There were some really bad calls, and the NFL still sucks, but at least we got good games this past week.
1: And we didn't expect that either. We, we saw this we slate of games, and we were like, oh, God, maybe Falcons, Seahawks. And, and no, <laughs> most of the games were actually pretty uh pretty entertaining. So so
0: should we look ahead? Yeah, let's look to ahead. Next week, do, do some quick predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a stinker on Thursday. Yeah, we do. What a surprise. Bears at Packers. Packers are going to roll. I, I don't even know if I'm going to watch that no. game. It's no. just going to be bad. Like, the Packers are going to win, but it's just going to be a crap be game. To be, It's just, it's just going to be crap. No. So here's something I'm angry about. The Giants are playing the Rams in London. Yeah. yeah. For me, that means I have to wake up at 630 to watch my team, <laughs> yep. which I, on Sunday, I don't particularly want to do. Nope. Here's the thing. That's not a that's not a huge deal for New York fans or even for me. But they scheduled the Rams yeah, in that's London. True. The Rams They're... are traveling from Los Angeles. Rams fans mm. in Los Angeles have to get up and watch their game at 6:30 in the morning on a Sunday. God. This is why NFL in the UK is not going to be a big no. deal. It's never going to reach a fevered pitch because that's the time difference
1: for fans is just so inconvenient. It's, it's so hard. I I like when I'm on the East Coast watching football on Sundays, it's nice to have morning morning to night football games, but no one is really waking up that early for the game. It's just kind of like no, when you're if having— if you're waking
0: up that early, you're you're getting up to work out because you're one of those people.
1: Yeah, yes. It's nice to ha- be having breakfast and— turn on your TV and be like, oh, cool, there's football. I can catch, you know, the from halfway through the third quarter on, and cool, there's football on. But, no, I totally agree. I think that I, I would love for next year them to actually go all in on Mexico and have the games there instead of London. I think that would be I'd be, be
0: okay with that. The Rams are probably going to win. I think the Giants' best hope here is that the Rams have jet lag from going all the way from Los Angeles to the U.K. Because, I mean, basically the Giants looked good against the Ravens last week because the Ravens don't have a very good defensive line. So the Eli finally had time to throw yeah. the ball. Yeah, yeah. And look what happens. He throws for 400 yards, and Odell Beckham himself gets 200 of them. So the Rams have a fantastic defensive line. Yeah. So
1: I don't think the Giants are going to win that game purely because of that matchup. I, but, You could say the same thing about the Rams, though. I think the Rams' O-line is a little bit better than the Giants'. Is, but... Yeah,
0: but we don't have anyone that can like get to the quarterback. Right. We That's finally were thing. able to sack Flacco like twice, yep. was, and I think we're still tied for lowest sacks in the league yeah. I- and we have the fewest amount of takeaways in the league. The Giants defense they're they're okay at stopping once in a while but they they just can't generate turnovers. They can't generate the really big plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the Ra- the Rams are just going to win this purely on the strength of their defensive line I- because we don't have an offensive line.
1: I agree, but I think this game might be closer than you expect.
0: I don't think it'll be a blowout, mm-hmm. but I just don't think we're going to win. Sure. Saints at the Chiefs.
1: All right, Marcus.
0: You know, I don't feel
2: good about this one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, boys, I I really don't know. Uh, No, I I don't see how the Saints pull this off. I'd love to see them win this game, but I I don't see how they pull off a game on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, At an outdoor stadium, no less. (laughs) You know, I think Alex Smith is going to have a good time against the Saints defense, and I think no matter what Breeze is able to do against that Chiefs defense, I, I just don't. I just don't see it. Um, I, I don't even know what the spread is on this game. I'm so not great feeling. I'm not <laughs> feeling. I'm so just pessimistic about this game. Um, it would be great to see them win, but uh, and I'm always happy to be surprised. But I just, I just, yeah, uh, I just this the Saints defense up and down. Always been a, always been trouble. Yeah. I just don't yeah. see it happening now. Right. Okay, so the Saints are opening as a uh, seven, looks like around a seven-point underdog. Sure. sure. And sure. Uh, the over-under is around 50. I can see that. I can see a high-scoring game, and I think that's the only way the Saints win is
0: just a shootout. Yeah. The Saints can definitely yeah. win shootouts, that's but true. if if they're stuck against defenses, the Saints probably win. I, I I
1: mean there's the no there's see... no running game. Yeah to, to speak <laughs> that's of. That's true. That's true. It'll be it'll be a fun game to watch, even if it is a blowout. I I, mm-hmm. I don't see this game though devolving into a shootout just because the Chiefs defense is pretty good. So I, I, I think that I I agree with you, Marcus. I think the Saints might might kinda be a little boned here.
0: Yeah, I, I just don't see it. All right. Colts at Titans. Oh, Could the Titans God. extend their two-game win streak against the mm-hmm. apparently terrible Atrucious Colts? Atrocious I do want to say, the say yeah. that the it's Colts like the- are... Pro- All right, hold on. The Colts are probably going to win this game if... The draw play curse continues because every time I seem to make fun of a team ah, for being really terrible, they win. Yes, last week on Saturday, I made fun of the Dolphins for being really terrible, they won. A mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, I made fun of the Jaguars for being really terrible, they've won two games in a row. And my comic that went up this morning, the morning that we record, is a continuation of that Gus Bus crash comic <laughs> where it's revealed that. They landed on the chuck truck, <laughs> and Andrew Luck is lying there dead. So clearly, this means the Colts are going to win because that's just what happens mm-hmm.
1: now. If, if you're asking so that's, me, for... that's my pick. The Colts okay. are going to win. If you're asking me for a straight up pick, I think the Titans can do it. I think.
0: The I think they can. can. I want them to. Mm-hmm. I want. I want the. I want to live in a world where the Titans have a positive win percentage. Yeah. Yes, sir. Seven weeks into the season, I think that I think that's a world that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Even even in the AFC South, which doesn't mean much, and they haven't exactly beaten great teams, that's that's something that's something I want. Mm-hmm. I want the Titans to compete for the division. I want this to happen. I'm staying as I'm staying as far away from that game as
2: possible. No, that's,
1: I just oh, I'm not going to watch. it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll pick. I'm not
1: going to watch it. What, are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. You
2: I'm know, just. I, I'd rather watch my dog mm-hmm. poop <laughs>
0: poop <laughs> than watch that game. There's a
2: lot
1: of dog poop this week on the podcast.
0: I'm sorry. You had I to bring up Dana White, so it, dog poop was just everywhere. That's
1: fair.
3: That's
0: fair. Vikings at Eagles. Vikings are going to expose Carson Wentz as the rookie, just oh, like the Redskins wow. did, because they're just going to go after him and... All of Carson Wentz's TDs, someone did the math, all of his TDs came against teams that weren't blitzing. And the Vikings are good enough, even without blitzing, the Vikings are going to smother the Eagles' offense. That's that's what I think is going to happen. And then Sam Bradford revenge game.
1: (laughs) Oh, right. That's true. That's true. You don't think that Wentz bounces back?
0: I think he'll be okay, but no, like the Vikings yeah. have made every quarterback they've played look terrible. That's true. And Wentz has less experience than most and the Redskins made him look bad. So I think the Vikings now have their template for beating him and it was basically do exactly what they're good at. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I agree. I think the Vikings take this game, but I I actually think it's going to be close. I don't think that, he- that I don't think Carson Wentz will be exposed or I don't I don't even think he'll have a bad game. I think I just think that the Vikings are good enough that they will hold the Eagles and Carson Wentz to enough points where their offense can score more. High class analysis from Sam Grez is here. The Vikings will win because their defense will hold the Eagles' offense to less points than they can score themselves. That's what you come to the podcast. Good stuff. For. Browns at Bengals. Boring, boring
0: yep uh, boring Bengals, Bengals will probably win it'll be a terrible game yep.
2: no one outside the state of
0: ohio will watch that game either yeah
1: yeah oh man there'll be a right. lot of
0: people inside the state of ohio mm-hmm. that won't watch that game mm-hmm. oh lord i hope not <laughs> there'll just be a lot of people in the middle saying that the buckeyes could beat them both God, idiots because yeah dumb redskins at the lions so here's a interesting yeah yeah both of these teams kind of on a bit of a tear recently it's kind of tough to get a bead on the lions yeah but the redskins might be legit but the redskins are on the road it's this this could be a good game this might be the like a low-key really better games of the week yeah
1: yeah i i want i like the lions i like the lions because october and it's matt stafford in mid-season he's kind of found his feet i think he does
0: I think the Redskins are going to do it. Oh, okay. I think the Redskins are going to win five in a row. Oh, wow.
1: All right. All right.
0: Raiders at the Jaguars.
1: Raiders. Mm-hmm. Raiders. Raiders. I guess. Raiders. But they could implode. Uh, I, you know, they could implode.
0: What if the Jaguars win this game? The Jaguars would well, be well, a three-game win streak.
1: Sure. What if, the, what if it's not like the Raiders implode? It's not the Raiders lose the game? What if the Jaguars convincingly win this game? We'll have a lot to talk Burles about. Bills throws for four hundred
0: yards and yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah, I, that'll Chris be interesting. Chris Ivory gets a touchdown. <laughs> like it, what? What happens? I, I, whatever. I probably won't watch that game
1: either. That's fair. But we will have a lot to talk about if that happens. That that'd be fun. Bills at Dolphins. We have to go with the uh, Greg Roman got fired. Greg Roman train. Trained. Yeah, right. That that is still running full train. speed.
0: Ravens at the Jets. I, so here's a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Two yeah. bad teams. You you,
1: pu- you put a quarterback who likes to just throw the ball as hard as he can to his receivers against a a Jets team that is historically bad at defending passes in general. This the Ravens don't have
0: their receiver like Steve their best receivers hurt. Do they it's... need him? <laughs> Probably not, but the Ravens aren't exactly good. No. I this is I don't I, I'm gonna pick the Ravens.
1: Oh yeah, no, go I pick listen, the Ravens. I think this is gonna be a blowout.
0: If you kind of hate the Jets, which includes Jets fans, yeah. this will be a fun game yeah. to watch. Buccaneers, 49ers, uh, uh, yeah.
3: Chargers, uh, and Falcons. Okay, there we go.
1: Falcons, <laughs> Falcons are gonna Falcons are gonna take Falcons. This one, I think Falcons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with the Chargers having to travel east. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, it, this this it's still early. We haven't we haven't gotten into a. Yep. Uh, we haven't it's not November turned yet. our clocks back. Yep, we haven't turned our clocks back an hour yet, so they're still good. Yep, for sure, mm-hmm. for
1: sure.
0: Patriots and Steelers. This would have been oh, God,
1: the God, yes, game the, of the week. Yeah, you asked us this last week. It, this would have been a great game, but no, nope, unfortunately, not now.
3: Nope. Uh,
1: Seahawks at Cardinals. This should. We don't. Cardinals seem good? to have
0: found their
1: footing yeah, a little bit. I, I'm still not convinced. I'm.
0: I guess th- yeah, Seahawks are probably going to win this game, but the Cardinals look better than they did two weeks ago.
1: I'll, I'll put it this way. I'm going to pick the Seahawks, but I feel like we're going to be able to learn a lot, like a hell of a lot about the Cardinals in this game. And this is a good yes. primetime game.
3: Even mm-hmm. if it ends this up a, like a being a stinker, this game. is a
1: very good matchup to watch, especially at this point in the season where the Cardinals have really looked shaky, but they've also looked really solid in certain games.
0: All right monday night brock osweiler uh, returns to denver to take on trevor simian texans
1: at the broncos who's going to watch probably less people than the nfl wants it's true the broncos are gonna gonna win this game i think fairly easily especially since trevor Simeon has all this time to rest i want to point something out and i i meant to Message you about this the first time I saw it. Marcus, did you see this? Uh, during the game last night, the Monday night game, they were playing a, a, like a trailer, a commercial for the next Monday night game. It was a close up of Brock Osweiler's face, and they were the, playing the song, How's It Gonna Be? And it was, wow. how's, how's It Gonna, gonna be, be? When You Don't, <laughs> you don't, know, don't me. know Me. Oh, my God. third eye blind Anymore. there. I.
0: It was probably the best little advertisement for a game I've it ever seen. So it was so funny.
1: It was so <laughs> fucking funny.
0: Marcus, did you watch the game last night? I saw uh,
2: bits and pieces of it in
0: between Indians playoff baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we wa- before we end this here, I just want to say that uh, the guy they stuck in next to Gruden... For the announcing yeah. booth instead Sean of Mc, Sean McDonough. Sean I heard, McDonough. I, I did hear about his rant. I don't like him in the booth. He's not good opposite Gruden. No, no. He's, he's very dull. He's a baseball voice.
1: And even when he was I, ranting, like, the rant wasn't even all that vitriolic or fun to listen to or really animated. He just kind of, in a very blasé way, went, like... Well, there's another penalty. They got to stop calling penalties. This is a lot of fun, right? Calling a game where there's a lot of
0: penalties. He just just sounds bored. He he has a perfect voice for calling baseball. Listening to him, I just want to hear him call playoff baseball because mm-hmm. i feel like he would be perfect for that he is he's not good opposite gruden no. gruden who's all like pumped up full energy and every time they cut to the two of them the booth gruden's like hey come on dance with me and McDonough's like
1: i'm a robot it was it was really funny though that one time they cut in when gruden was like you gotta be quicker you gotta be faster and sean McDonough was like i guess i do and that was I like guess the I do. whole.
0: I don't want to do anything because I might, I might tear my suit. <laughs>
1: I was literally. He said that. You're, I, you're saying that. Yeah, it, but that's what he said. Pretty much. It that was, was just, a close. Yeah. I goddamn. I
2: told. <laughs> I, to- I totally see what you guys are saying in terms of how McDonough uh,
0: pairs up with. Uh, yeah, that's
1: that. that's Green. the biggest thing. It's not. It's not a bit. It's not a good match.
0: He might be better with a different. Color announcer next to him, but with Gruden, it just doesn't work. It's just not a good matchup. These these are two people that might go on two dates and then realize that they're just too different, yeah. and it's not going to work yeah. out, and they part admirably.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, what this when is. You can, well, let's let's consider the. Uh... The history of Monday Night Football announcer shakeups over the last twenty years. I still remember the Dennis Miller days. So. Oh
1: God! Yeah, jeez. So
2: let's. We're just gonna, uh, you know, just gonna leave that there.
0: You know who I think they they should get to announce football games? Us. Norm McDonald. Oh God, he would be great. I want to hear Norm McDonald in a booth, mm-hmm. just as the color guy, just cracking Norm McDonald jokes. How great would that be? Yeah, they, that's and OJ great. jokes. Uh,
1: <laughs> I feel like that's totally something that they could do too. Like for for he loves game. sports. Yes, he, he does.
0: Anyway, that's that's my that's my parting gift for this podcast. Please put Norm Macdonald in hey, as a guest announcer once. See how it works out. Y- y- I think it would be
1: great. You know, you know what, you know who would watch that? More people. Yep. Right. Like,
2: I definitely watch it. Who could pair it up well with him?
1: Nor- Are we talking
2: about him going like like Ven Scully esque like single single? I announcer?
0: I, I want to stick somebody who's kind of humorless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Norm would have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. If if he's if he's paired with someone who doesn't find him all that amusing and is kind of annoyed that he keeps cracking jokes, it it would just make Norm even. Funnier.
1: You're you're describing Sean McDonough right now. I feel like I that would work. Am. I feel like that would work. <laughs> <laughs> We
0: can't put him with Joe Buck because Joe no. Buck would force laugh everything. Yeah, just be be like, ha, ha, yeah, be yeah, Norm, that's 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 true. Ha, ha 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 Please kill me. I I am addicted to hair
3: play.
0: <laughs> oh God! Don't even get me started on. Uh...
2: There's been a lot of criticism of him over on the baseball side. We took mm-hmm. him away for football mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. thanks to uh, the playoffs. So you're welcome, football fans. <laughs> uh, and Thank you. Currently, I'm suffering through watching him call the Cubs games. So. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> It's fun. Uh... I'm sorry, Marcus. Oh, if it yeah. makes you feel any better, Joe Buck eats poop from his dog yeah. off the ground. Off the
2: ground. With a, with a silver fork and knife.
0: Sam and Marcus, mm-hmm. we have reached the end of our delicious podcast today. It tastes really good. Almost as good as sweet onion chicken teriyaki dough.
1: Oh, God. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, buddy, come on.
0: Marcus, how can we follow you?
2: Uh, you can follow me at Subway. <laughs> uh, turkey club thursdays i'm on twitter at uh at marcus gilmer and uh i am writing content daily for a website called mashable.com and uh that's it i'll also be here sitting in front of this tv weeping
1: over the Cubs for the next week hopefully and hopefully beyond so hopefully so yeah. Sam. I'm going to be doing the same thing. You can follow me at Sam Grazeses, on Twitter, on Twitch, at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs, and I also write for Yard Barker, so you can follow me, me
0: there. Excellent. And as always, I'm Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter, at DrawPlayDave, on Facebook, at TheDrawPlayComic, on Patreon, and of course, on TheDrawPlay.com. Football was kind of back. Let's hope the trend continues Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we'll see you next week.